there's two things that you need to reward uh, your reader with. They've taken their time and their energy to read whatever you've produced. And the first thing is something practical, something that they can take away and they can use either in their life or in their business. And the second thing you should give them is a feeling. Are they going to feel inspired, encouraged, innovation? Are they, are they going to have new ideas? Are they going to be curious? Are they going to be more compassionate towards others? Are they going to see things from a different perspective? And a lot of people will forget what you've written, but they won't forget how you've made them feel. Today I'm joined by Amanda Fern. Amanda and I, as your guest from the podcast, have been working together where she helped me with my copywriting to enable us to market better what we do at Ignium. I wanted to invite her on the show because I've been fascinated by the process she uses. How she not just writes copy, but really questions me about what is it we want to achieve. Now that might sound that you'd expect that from anybody. But what Amanda does is really get to the root of what's really going on to help us understand better what we're trying to communicate and therefore help you, listeners and readers, better understand the message we're trying to put out. Amanda's been on a real journey for herself and she's learned to move herself into a world of abundance where she knows she can deliver more to the world using the skills she has as a writer. Listen in and listen to what you can learn from it because I took away so many things not just about the difference between scarcity and abundance, but actually about the messages she puts out, about how she really gets to source, of how after an hour and 20 minutes, people really get it. They understand what it is for themselves. She has practical and emotional tips that I know will make this podcast a real listen that you want to come back to time and again. Enjoy the show. And as always, let me know your thoughts once you've listened. And remember, please pass this on to those who you know can benefit of it by subscribing at the end and leaving us a review, which we know will help us be found better on all the podcast platforms. Thank you. Welcome back to the Sparks by Ignium podcast. I'm Phil Rose, your host. And today I'm joined by the lovely Amanda Fern. I've been working with Amanda as a copywriter for a number of months now, and it may be longer than that, actually. Um, she's written some amazing copy for us at Ignium. Uh, and I used to try and do all my copy myself, but I realized actually, Having read the book, Who Not How, I realized actually find someone who's better equipped to do the things that I love doing, but actually could do better if I found someone else. And that's why I found Amanda through Kerry Jared. Um, so Amanda calls herself a copywriter and a coach, but I'd love to first welcome in to find out what does copywriter and a coach really mean to Amanda? So Amanda, welcome to the Sparks Wagonian podcast. Thank you. I'm really happy to, to be talking to you. And, um, and, you know, it's always very strange because obviously we have our calls on a Monday morning and you talk to me and yeah. you question me about things that we can we can write for the week. Um, so this is a different one where I'm going to be questioning you about what is it you do. So it's roles reversed. Um, so before we were talking just now, you talked about um, how would you describe yourself? And, and you said in the business, in business, you're a writer. Mm-hmm. What does that actually mean for you? Um, so it means so many different things. I mean, copy can be anything from the instructions you get with your kettle to um to you know whatever you read on the internet um and so what I do is is actually far more than writing those words there's an awful lot of work that goes on before the words happen Mm. I spent quite some time working in um, branding and brand language which is I I have to start with that whenever I start work with anybody because how can you tell someone's story if you don't know what it is so, um, so yeah, there's, there's a great deal of uh, coaching and, and work that goes on before I can write anything. Yeah. And then, yeah, then, then we write the words. We write 
we write the website copy or we write the social media or okay. we write the emails but the words turn up but there's a it's almost like the tip of the iceberg there's always everything else that goes on yeah. below the surface as well and, and it's interesting because we you're right we see the words and, and i've never thought about copy being you know the copy of how to how to work your kettle or your yeah. Your, your fridge but actually that's copy or someone has had to think through those words to come up with something that makes sense to so the average human being that's going to be utilizing that appliance um and obviously from my perspective you know we we employ your services because you're good at writing stuff and you 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 question me and you pull out conversations uh, and i know that you know one of the reasons i wanted to get you on the podcast is because i've noticed over time you're very good at just asking me questions and from that you then write together you write you put words on paper that make sense to me so you some in some ways i think you simplify what i'm thinking about and make it compelling yes there's a, a that's a huge element of any copywriter and i've worked alongside so many copywriters mm -hmm. now and that's exactly what we do we can take sometimes you can have 50 words on a page and they will have come from 4000 words of concept so um there's like I said there's a massive amount of work that goes on before mm. those few words are, are written honed down chiseled away yeah. um, processed reordered there's a lot of that work that goes on yeah. beforehand but there's also this like you said there's this how do you know what the answers are unless you've already asked the questions so um, sometimes you have to do this deep dive mm. with people what really is your message what is it that you really want to say and who are the people yeah. you want to connect with I think it's interesting, isn't it, that deep dive? Because, um, you know, we, we, you and I have talked about, you know, core customer, and I'm delivering a workshop on it tomorrow morning. But um, core customer is one of the key things. You have to do a bit of re bit of work on that to find out who you're marketing to in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I come back to um, one of the, the phrases I heard from someone I worked with 20 plus years ago. And he said, the point of marketing is to make sales superfluous. Mm. And that's interesting when you look at that in terms of if you get great marketing, people just want to buy. Yeah. Um, so, so I wonder, who are the people that buy what you sell, i.e. copy? Who, who do you sell it to? I've, I've spent years working in corporate, so I've written for all sectors across the board. Now my core um, client base are coaches, therapists, healers, and that's everybody from people who work in, uh, you know, high-level um, leadership coaching um all the way through to i work with energy healers as well so everybody from from one end of the spectrum yeah. to the other the thing that brings them all together um is that they've all been through some kind of journey um, okay. and they're now using that vulnerability to help others um yeah. help them to heal help them to refocus help them over a threshold in their life direct them from whatever crossroads they've reached um, and it's making sure that they're reaching out with the correct energy. So yeah. those are the people that I work with, and a lot of them are quite vulnerable themselves. Yeah. So yeah. you know, to be conscious of that, whatever their superpower is, it lies in that vulnerability. And, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because the, the the bit that comes out for me is that, that you know you said they're at a crossroads, um, and to enable them to get to where they need to go, they've had to obviously go through some journey for themselves. Mm. But they've also got to be quite vulnerable in their own copy, the, the content they're putting out there, so people can connect with them. So, so how do you how do you do that with people? Because obviously, that's quite a tough gig in some ways, getting people to open up. Yeah, and then for you to put it on paper as well. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes it takes 
months and months and months. Mm. It's funny, actually, when I go through a, a brand language session with someone and it, that takes about an hour and a half, yeah. I always joke, I can look at the clock and it usually takes an hour and 20 minutes for somebody to actually tell me what they do. <laughs> wow. so they they come up with all the expressions that they've been told to use to express what they do and after an hour and 20 minutes of really digging deep yeah they tell me what they do and very often it comes along with a massive emotional release as well it's not unusual for a client to reach that hour and 20 minutes and cry wow. um, and it's and, and and it's a happy thing it's uh, it's it's a real release uh, and a visibility. It's like it's like they say, you know, somebody has seen me, and mm. and so and that's what we work with. So it's not necessarily about making uh, people fully visible, you know, their their wounds and their journey and the things that they don't want to share. Yeah, but yeah. this energy turns up in the words that we use and the stories that we tell. And it's very subliminal. It's it can be very subtle. Sometimes it can be quite quite strong. Okay. Um, but it can come through in a blog, in a mm. podcast, in a conversation. Yeah, yeah, these things come through. Um, yeah. If you allow them to show up. Yeah, I think that's really interesting actually. And um, I, I I haven't watched the clock from a coaching perspective, but I'd, I'd love to do that maybe at some stage. Um, just to find out when do the real what were the, the real uh, light bulb moments happen in mm. coaching? Um, because you say, you know, an hour and 20 minutes and people suddenly get it and there's that outpouring of emotion when they suddenly mm. see, realize somebody's seen me. And I think um, to be honest, you know, you say in your, your bio here, copywriter and coach, it's that coaching element that brings that out for people. So you bite, you ask them questions, they get to a point where they think that's it. Um, yes. So yeah, all power to you and all credit to you to actually enable them to get to that point in their journey having probably spent long, long time themselves working out what it is. So, so what's, the, what's the thing you do in that case? What, you, you use that word superpower. Um, and I think I know the answer to this before I ask it, but what is your superpower? Um, I think it's uh, allowing, as we said, allowing people to show up as themselves. Mm. So um, it, if somebody's hurting or they're healing, it takes a great deal of courage and bravery to reach out and try and find the right person for them to help them on their journey. Yeah. And as we said earlier, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. And yeah. it's making sure that that teacher has fully shown up as themselves so yeah. that the people can approach them or yeah. they can have a conversation or they can start working together. Mm. Um, but it takes a great deal of bravery for that practitioner to show up as themselves mm -hmm. so um it's just making sure that their energies match because uh if their energies don't match yeah then they're not going to be able to work together mm -hmm. so um true. it's it's making sure that uh that those superpowers are not just visible but somebody has the confidence to put them forward yeah yeah, I think that's really interesting, actually. And you mentioned a whole lot of things there, and I think this thing about taking bravery, because actually, um, I used to say, and I still still have this phrase in my back pocket, that a coach will only go as far with their client as they're willing to go with themselves. Mm. And I think that's really powerful, because for us coaches, 
we do uncover a lot of things. You know, even though I'm a, a business coach, uh, I always say that it's the human being that I coach in front of me. And, uh, and we talk about coaching in, in a number of different phases. And effectively, I talk about box one, box two, and box three. Box one is just the content. It's what's going on for you out there. Box two is the content that sees, sorry, the context that sits behind that content. Box three is where the magic happens, though. Box three is the personal values and beliefs that sits behind. It's the personal context. And for me, I want I need to work with someone in box one, box two, but I need to allow them to step into box three when they're ready. And not everyone wants to do that straight away. And those that do get that massive uptick when they say, that's the reason I come to coaching. And box one and box two are, are surface level in some ways. It will solve the problems in the business, but it mm. won't solve the personal problems that have created it in the first place. So I yeah. need to get people into box three to really make that transformational shift. Yeah. And, and I always say that there's, there's hundreds of thousands, probably millions of coaches out there, but there's only one like you. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So, I agree with that. <laughs> so there's only one like you so what is that about you yeah. that people need to find um and how how dare you keep that brilliance from the world how dare you, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think that's really powerful isn't it how dare you keep your brilliance well because i think you know you and i talked a lot about this about um you know as coaches we help people really transform and, and the people you're working with you know you said earlier you know coaches therapists um they they've been on the journey themselves and therefore they've got that superpower to help other people so i think there's a lot to be said for that um but how, how do people go looking for these things because obviously um you, you mentioned earlier you, you worked for a holiday company writing brochures mm -hmm. yeah so, so in my logic people would turn up a travel agent now being online they would have some idea about what they wanted but how would you go about attracting people to the copy so that if I'm looking for a therapist, I find it at the right time. Using that phrase, when the teacher's ready, the, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. How do you go about creating that? It's the energy that you turn up with. Um, and, and I always say that I've, I've come from a writing background more than a marketing background. I'm qualified in writing. That's what my degree is in. That's what right. I've worked in. Right. So the marketing nuts and bolts I, I I'm educated and aware of them and I, I use them but I'm I'm very much um interested in the 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 workings the practical workings of mm. writing and energy and how people read and um I'm I've always been very interested in attraction marketing okay and there's an awful lot out there that you can read about the nuts and bolts of attraction marketing but I know that um it takes a huge amount of personal investment and personal exposure i guess really vulnerability yeah, yeah. um it's it's about gratitude it's about clarity it's about human connection it's about respect and it's about tuning in um when i say the word respect uh a lot of traditional marketing therapy is based around pain points which yeah. i get i understand um but i work from the point of view that if somebody has a wound the last thing you want to do is get a stick and have a good poke around in it that's just that's wrong and you shouldn't be doing it um so what we should be doing is is takes a great deal more personal effort and intuition yeah. and connection on your point to look at their pain points and have compassion because 
yeah. compassion breeds curiosity that's and that's where you have connection and I know that we spoke about yesterday that if you've sold somebody something and they open the box and it's better than what they were expecting they're yeah. delighted they're coming back for more because that that experience of delight of relief yeah um is wonderful but if they've you tricked them into buying something and they open the box and they're disappointed there's a whole raft of negative feelings coming in there so what really have you done <laughs> how have you benefited anybody by doing that other than expanding your own bank balance so um i don't see that there's any use there's no winners in that kind of marketing um it yeah and and by being more connected, in tuned, intuitive, mm. I just feel like that kind of marketing is is just it's good all round. There's no yeah. losers. I love that. <laughs> I love that thing about intu intuitive. Um, let me just come back to the phrase you said, John. There, gratitude, clarity, human connection, respect, and tuning in. I, I love that in the sense that well, that's what in your mind attraction marketing is about because it's about attracting the right people who want that thing at the time. Um, and your your view, and I've got this mental picture now of opening the box up. And if it if it exceeds your it exceeds your expectations, you're delighted with what you've got. Um, and it's not about manipulation. It's not about in your phrase there, you know, poking the stick into the wood and twisting it till you find the pain. And um, ironically, or coincidentally, when I first set up my business in 2004, I did go on a sales training course, and it was all about doing exactly that. Yeah. Um, it was about opening the wound and scratching the scab until it bleed, and then finding the the solution. Um, a lot of people talk about pain, and but I think this key thing about attraction, attracting people to to it because they can see that positive. Um, the bit that goes in my mind though is, you know, humans are are driven by two drivers, you know, the the, the away from and toward motivation. Um, and I think that toward motivation is where I'm hearing you come from in the sense that um, people feel that connection, they feel your curiosity, and they feel your compassion, and that's what makes them want to be talking and listening and understanding what you're doing more um so there's a real a combination of that toward i want more of that but also they're sensing some pain but and they're realizing you've got the solution to it through your writing mm -hmm. so it's really, really powerful there um so just tell me about um human connection i think i want to come back to that in that sense what do you think is the key thing in the in that attraction marketing about building that connection how do you how do you connect with your reader because you don't know them I always say that there's, there's two things really that a blog or any piece of writing should mm. deliver and it's a trade-off so somebody has come along and they've taken their time and their energy to read whatever you've written mm. what are you going to reward them with and I always say that you reward them with two things you reward them with something practical yeah. something they can take away and something that they can use in their life or their business or whatever to move them forward the second thing is you reward them with a feeling Dog barking, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I completely forgot the dog was in the room. <laughs> Everyone else knows, knows to not disturb me when I'm recording quests, but I forgot the dog was asleep on the sofa. There we go. <laughs> She's seen something more exciting. Um, one day I'll do, a, I'll do a list of these outtakes in these podcasts, and that might be, you know, you know Poppy wakes up and starts barking midway through. Um, then I might just leave that piece in, because I think it's quite amusing, actually. Um, so human connection, let's just come back to that. So you're probably throwing you off track as well, but where were we? No, so I was just saying that there's two things that you need to reward uh, yeah. your reader with. They've taken their time and their energy to read whatever you've yeah. you've produced. Yeah. And um, read or listen 
Um, I work with quite a few people who yeah. <laughs> produce podcasts. Yeah. But there's two things that you should be rewarding them with. The first thing is something practical. Yeah. Something that they can take away and they can use either in their life or in their business. Yeah. Something even very small that, that can transform something that they're doing into something that works better or feels better. And the second thing you should give them is a feeling. Yeah, so yeah. what feeling are you leaving them with? Are they going to feel inspired, encouraged, yeah. uh, creative? Are they going to feel um, innovation? Are they, are they going to have new ideas? Are they going to be curious? Are they going to be more compassionate towards others? Are they going to see things mm. from a different perspective? So to give them something practical and give them a feeling. And a lot of people will forget what you've written, but they won't forget how you've made them feel. Yeah, yeah. I, so I instantly keying into good mm. feels and by the time they've clicked onto your website or they've made an appointment to talk to you or they've engaged with you in some way you've already built a relationship it's already there mm. they already know you yeah. you do um and you've connected through yeah. through their intuition even through uh the, the feelings the emotions in their body You've done it already. You've yeah. already started that connection long before yeah. you've spoken to them. Yeah, I love that. And I love that, you know, it's the, it's the Maya Angelou quote that comes out there in terms of, yeah. you know, people, people forget what you've, we've told them, but you never forget how you made them feel. And I think that's the key bit there because I think um, that emotional connection is the really key bit. And I, I love your point there about giving them two things, giving them, you know, the practical key takeaways they can do something with and leaving them with a feeling, leaving that, you know, inspired, encouraged, creative, but leaving them wanting to sing. And that's the key bit because that's the motivational piece. Mm. Um, and, and in some ways, you know, that goes back to that, the, the psychology and, the, and the, the, the anatomy of the brain in terms of the way that we're wired to get that initial connection. You have to be driving towards the emotional center as opposed to the thinking rational center. Yeah. Because that's what makes that connection come alive. So, so I love that in that sense. Um, so, so attraction marketing, let's just come back to that in that case. Um, you, you said earlier, you know, there's lots of methodologies to follow. Um, and you said your key, your, your degree is in writing. So that's what you are. You're a writer at heart. But, but what is it about um, attraction marketing that attracts you in that sense? What is, what's the thing that says, yeah, that's why I want to be doing what I'm doing? Feels good. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Uh, it More. feels good. It feels good to do business in a good way. That, that's what feels good. Yeah. As somebody who has a, a history of uh, um, trauma, survival and recovery, there's a lot in the world for somebody like me to navigate. There mm. are things that I stay away from. There's things that might shock me or surprise me or come up on me. Um, and I'm very conscious of the way that we write and the things that we put out there and, and how are we going to have an effect on other people? Mm, do we want mm. to shock them or traumatize them or or hurt them do we do we want to, is this really what we want to be doing mm. or particularly in this particular area that i work in with clients who have their own vulnerabilities who are reaching out to other people with vulnerabilities mm. do we actually really want to be marketing like that in this area because that that doesn't really feel right for me yeah um so that, that it feels good. That's all I can yeah, say. It feels that. good. And that. part of it is, uh, as um, Gabrielle Bernstein says, yeah. it's part, part and parcel of this is putting your good goggles on. Yeah, yeah. And the more good you see, the more good you see. 
and the more good you do, the more good you do. So why are we not perpetuating that? Yeah. What, because it works. Businesses work that way. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. good sound business sense for doing business that way. So why are we not doing it more? Yeah, I love that. And I love that. You know, I've, I've not read any work, uh, any of Gabriel Bernstein's work, but you've mentioned it a few times. And I think that thing about the good we see and the good we do, I think there's a real positive element of that. Um, and especially in a world that on the surface appears to be full of negativity. Actually, if you look at that good and yeah. you do good, and I, I love your friends, you know, straightforward. Why do you do it? It feels good. Yeah. Why wouldn't Why you do it? Why were we all doing it? I think there's so, you know there's so much positivity there. So um, um, I think that's a really key thing. Um, so so the Sparks Wagoning podcast is all about the word purpose, and we talk about people you know rekindling their spark, rekindling their passion, and we talk about it from a business perspective. We also talked about the fact that you know you can't divorce human from business because we're all running businesses for a reason, and then you know we're the ones out there doing that stuff. What's your purpose? Why does Amanda Fern show up apart from it feels good to do what you do? I, I, I read this wonderful quote a few years ago by uh, Megan Watterson, which is, where has my love not yet reached? Mm. And that encompasses, where has my story not gone? Where has my talent, my skill set not gone? Where have my oh. connections not gone? Where is the goodness that my business can do, the benefit of my business? Where's all these places? Where are all these places that my my talents or my skill set haven't gone and this is what I apply then to my clients so where have their skills and talents where have they not gone yet yeah. what's wow. ahead of them what who are the people that they could be reaching out to and mm. helping if only they could turn up as themselves if only they had the words and the stories to turn up as themselves if only they had the confidence to say I'm good at this I'm really good at this I can help you with this so they turn up with the right energy which comes from their vulnerability yeah but that takes a lot of bravery and courage yeah. and the amount of clients that I've spoken to who've been online and they've looked at other successful coaches or therapists working in their area and they've borrowed their ideas, they've borrowed their words, they've borrowed their vibe, their feeling. And then I look at their website and I think, that's not you. Uh, yeah, you've been, yeah. you've felt lost in your messaging. And yes, it's a wonderful thing to, to pull from other people's ideas if they've been successful. But I look at their websites and I go, that's not you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so all that magic that you have is all being hidden in this um this this maze this 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 haze this fog yeah. of otherness yeah. and we need to clear this away so that the, the brilliance comes through and then so my purpose is to make sure that the hurting and the healing people find exactly the person for them wow wow then, i love that i love that so so there's something there and you use the word haze and, and and I think that's really interesting. What you're helping do is cut through. So that energy, that vulnerability. And I've written on my page here, you know, they're shouting, it's me. And you're saying, it's not you. The <laughs> yes. them really be who they are authentically and, mm -hmm. and, and helping them, which is why when you talked about earlier, um, they after an hour and 20 minutes, they suddenly get it. Yeah. Because before they've not realized that's me. They've been trying to borrow someone else's and put someone else's mask on effectively because they think that's the best way to shop for the world. Yeah. Um, I think that's really, really powerful. Um, 
love it. So, so, so there's something there about helping them shop fully, authentically, and bravely as well. As themselves, yeah. yeah. That's okay. where the magic is. I, I love that. Um, so, so there's, there's lots there we've just talked about in terms of you know the, the steps you take, and, and I wonder what's you mentioned at the beginning. You talked about how you go through and help them create their brand in terms of their brand language. And you talked about it takes an hour and 20 minutes. And, and then you said to me just now when asking, you know, what do the people want from attraction marketing? You said some key things, some practical things. So what, what practical, what practical giveaways would you give away right now to say, if you're looking at crafting something for yourself, these are the steps you need to go through. Could you, can you distill it down into three things or is it, is it something that's a bigger podcast in its own right? <laughs> So there's also this saying, in stillness we receive. So there's an awful lot of conflicting messages out there about marketing, about how you should project yourself, how your business should work. Mm. Um, and I'm a massive believer in, in stillness we receive. So when you can slow down and you clear this away, I'm a massive fan of stepping away from your desk if you've got any kind of blockage to thought or writing. So whether that's hanging the laundry or walking the dog or prepping dinner or walking to the shop or um, meditation, yoga, moving meditation, Tai Chi, whatever your mm. personal bag is, uh, stepping away from your desk helps you because you will get best ideas when you have your trainers on out there on the pavement or running through woodland than you will sat at your desk yeah. I guarantee that yeah. every single time and yeah. if you've got a question that's burning go out go outside that's the only thing I can say mm -hmm. um, and um, turn up when we're talking about branding and yeah. talking about ourselves um Ask yourselves, ask yourself what your human benefit is. Well, okay. What's what's your magic source? What are you bringing to the world? What is the human benefit? And that needs to show up as a priority on your landing page. That needs to show yeah. up as a priority in uh, any business brochure that you write. That needs to show up as a priority in your social media. That mm. needs to show up as a priority in podcast. It it your human benefit hero your human benefit mm -hmm. actual real human benefit we're not talking about sound bites here we're talking about actual real felt human visceral bones muscles brains and everything hormones everything what is the actual human benefit of what you do that shows up yeah i love that you can't go wrong with that so, so those two steps go hand in hand and in stillness we receive you know, going outside, being out in nature, effectively, mm -hmm. taking your mind away from it. As you said, you know, just to step away from the desk, slow down. Um, but that thing about what's my human benefit. So to actually re relate to that, um, you're helping your clients go through that journey. So so they're getting it. They're, they're slowly understanding. It. And it takes them an hour and 20 minutes or so you know, for the light bulb to go on and yeah. the, the, the curtains <laughs> to open and suddenly it's revealed. Um, and I just got this amazing picture of mine that they've done that. But I just mean it's a bit of a journey after that as well, because they've now got to look at, okay, now how do I convey that message? Yeah. How do I, how do I craft the words, which is where you come into it, in terms of what is it that's there? And I think um, there must be some magic you bring to that. So, so you talked about your superpower. Um, and before this, you were telling me about your, your favourite book, 
and I really I want to take it because I when you say this now it, it it it's all making sense to me <laughs> because that favorite book and we'll talk about that in a second uh, talks about that main character and what that character can do and um and, and as a children's book I think there's a lot to learn from it because of what this person does in there and I think that's what I'm hearing you do a lot with your clients so the big reveal what is your favorite book you're going to talk about and why so my favorite book and it's a book that I've studied uh, at degree level so I did my dissertation on this book as well uh, is the BFG by Roald Dahl who I realized realized Roald Dahl belonged to his era and these days he is quite a controversial author yeah um but the thing that I love about the BFG is that he sees dreams. Mm. He sees them and he hears them. He knows the power of dreams. He knows the power that by breathing these dreams into other people, how he can affect their behavior and how he can delight them. He also knows the powers, the power of I think they're called the Troggle Thumpers. They're the bad dreams, the the black and purple dreams that thrash around in the jar. He knows the power that they have as well. And he keeps, he's very guarded with them. He keeps them um, very tightly screwed up in, in jars. So mm -hmm. he, he knows that to unleash those is a really bad thing. Yeah. But his delight, and he puts himself at risk every night going out with these dreams. So I I believe in that. I yeah. really believe in that. And as a 10 year old child, yeah. I believed in that. Yeah. And I still believe in it now. Yeah. So. And, and, and you know, <laughs> as you as you rationalize it now, isn't it? You we get an emotional feeling because whether you've read the BFG or not, and if you have read it, it'll make a lot of sense. If you haven't read it, you probably need to go and read it now. Um, yeah. as you say, Roldal can be a controversial character. I've been looking and reading Roldal for 20 years, especially with my children, probably not for the last few years, but I think there's some real power there. But the bit there is he sees and hears dreams. And, and as business owners, as people, we all have those dreams. Yeah. Often we put our dreams aside to go and do something else, though. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? When you talk about purpose, um, I feel a bit of emotion welling up in me now when you think about that in terms of that, that dream of what we really want. But we're we're often constrained by our struggle thrompers or whatever you said there. Yeah, yeah. The, word, the bad dreams. <laughs> So we, we, we put the lid back on our dreams rather than letting the lid off and letting it fly. And, and you know, from your perspective, you know, the, the BFG listened, he, he had his catching net to capture the dreams and he had his trumpet to suck the dream out. Um, but there's really something there, isn't it? Now, as a 10-year-old, you believe in it. And, you know, if I think about that, I know there's no 10-year-olds listening to this podcast, but all of the people I'm li that are listening to this podcast, I believe, are once 10-year-olds. And therefore had a dream i wonder what you'd say to them with your bfg head on and your writer's head right now about what they could or couldn't do i'm reading lennon doyle at the moment her book untamed and in it she asks the question um who were you it's something like this who were you when you were 10 years old before someone told you who you had to be and that's a very powerful question. Yeah. We all have stories about how we should use our talents, mm -hmm. what our bodies should look like, 
what our lives should look like, the things that we should own, the people that we should have in our lives. We have all of these stories. Mm. And um, I have one, one client who helps people, as she says, who've put their ladder up against the wrong wall. Oh. And actually accepting that you've put your ladder up against yeah. the wrong wall is a huge thing. Yeah. And people morph. So the clients that I work with, their messaging morphs, the people that they work with, their ideal client base, their key services, they morph over time mm -hmm. as people discover it's giving them the bravery though to go actually mm -hmm. do you know what you can climb down from that ladder we can take the ladder and we can put it up against another wall that's yeah. fine yeah. so i've helped people to start podcasts and that's the great thing that's the amazing thing about it is that somebody can go oh that's not me i don't really want to do that and you yeah. go well give it a go give it a try yeah and then you end up with a client whose podcast has taken on a life of its own and People who listen to your content or read your content can follow the dots back to you. Yeah, yeah. You can't follow the dots out to them. You have no idea where your content is going yeah. and who it's going to benefit. Yeah. So I guess kind of what I'm saying is, is, is it's, it's always a journey. Yeah. There's always things flow and move. And yeah, yeah. They generate other ideas as you go. Yeah. Um, so nothing is ever static. So if you yeah, believe yeah. you are one thing, yeah, then question that belief. Yeah, perhaps you're not. Perhaps you're something else. <laughs> yeah, and I love that. I love that intensity. You know, you may have the ladder up against the wrong wall. Yeah, and 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 it's sometimes hard to come down because you're not sure what coming down is going to be like. And then you're not sure which which wall to put your ladder back up against. But the the point there, and I come back to that untamed coat you know who were you when you were 10 before someone told you who you had to be yeah that's, <laughs> that's hugely powerful isn't it it is isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's I, I think there's real power in that you know it's, it's brought tears to my eyes to think about it i think it is real power really powerful and i think we all as human beings do what we do but sometimes we need to just sit back and question are we doing what we are born here to do you know that comes out the word purpose do you find your purpose or does your purpose find you? And actually, the, you know, if you get back to that root of what we do, a lot of people do get trapped in just going up that ladder and, and they put the ladder up against the wall and they just don't want to come back down again. Yeah. Because the view from the ladder is pretty good, but they just don't realise, as Stephen Covey once said, we're in the wrong jungle. Yes. <laughs> you know, and actually, we need to understand, okay, let's go back to the other jungle. Let's work out where we are. Yeah. I think that's quite a, quite a powerful piece. Um, so we, we're going to come to the end of this conversation in a minute and there's so much more I, I, I can come back to and I think there's two things that just come to my mind um, when you were talking about attraction marketing earlier you said um, to paraphrase you said there's two things you need to, to, to give people and you said one yeah. is practical tips takeaways and the other one is a feeling uh, and uh, I think you've given some practical tips already in terms of you know the things you can do slow down understand your human benefit but also for me specifically you've given a bit of emotional feeling as well just in some of those words so it's quite interesting you know whether the listeners got it, I don't know, but I've got it straight away. There's that practical tip for that emotional feeling straight away. So, um, so, so let's just let's just think about things. And I, I said to you before, and I, I pre-warned you of some of these questions I'm asked. So, um, what what do you know, Amanda Fern, now that you wish you'd known when you were younger or earlier? 
What do you wish you'd known? Well, I know I said to you earlier uh, that fear of lack mm. brought me to a, a place of pretty severe lack. Yeah. And that's happened to me, I don't know how many times in my life. But a spirit of abundance, yeah. this hope, this trust, this feeling of you've got this, you can't mm. lose, go and do it. So fear of lack brought me to lack. A, a feeling, a spirit of abundance and hope brought me to an abundant place. Yeah, yeah. So particularly, I, I keep saying this over and over again to my daughter who's going through her GCSE mocks at the moment. You can't fail. You cannot fail. You can't fail. If you have opportunities for learning, so if you don't meet a grade somewhere, and then you're given pointers or signposts to new learning, great, mm. grasp them. But you've not failed. No. Who fails? It, mm. it comes down to bravery and it comes down to courage again and it comes down to reaching inside and being authentic. But my fear of lack led me to lack. Mm. Massive lesson in my life. Wow. Um, but abundance and faith has brought me to a place of abundance and faith. So yeah. um, That's amazing. And, and 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 what what enabled you to sense that one was one path, but you needed a different road? Did how did you move from lack to abundance? I had to try something different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> nothing was working because it wasn't working. Yeah. It wasn't working. <laughs> if, you, if if what you're doing isn't working, try something different. As simple as that. Try, okay, try yeah. something different. Also, I've done a great deal of reading. Um, I'm massively uh, indebted to the books that I've read by Gabrielle Bernstein, yeah. um, the books that I've read by Megan Watterson, um, now Glennon Doyle. There's, there's, uh, I, I, I have an entire library of books that I've read. It's all about getting your good goggles on. What are you yeah. reading? What are you putting in your head? I've just finished reading a book by Gabor Mate about um, when the body says no mm. and about how our feelings and the, the things that we look at are not just physiologically in our brains, they're in our emotions, they, they affect our, our bodies at a cellular level. Mm. So that's your muscles, your bones, everything. So what is there about putting your good goggles on which improves your health, your outlook, it's like you're reprogramming your body yeah and as by extension as a writer then i help other people to put this good stuff out there so that they're encoding other people's bodies and and then suddenly we're kind of making everything better for everyone so uh yes that's i that, love that's that. my approach that's my take i love that and, and actually there's a real connection there isn't it between you know the the, the bit that, that we should know earlier was you know fear of lack versus the, the abundance mindset and then this view of you know you've been out reading you read around different authors and you named a few there and, and and we'll include those in the podcast show notes for people who want to go and look at some of those books because i think there's other things there and um but the key bit key bit there is you know you can do it so one final question and and that final question is you can go back now and tell that younger amanda one thing what is that one thing you're going to tell amanda you've got this you've got this it. you can't lose yeah your life is going to take you to depths you could not imagine but you still got this yeah i think that's amazing 
this life is going to take you to depths you can't imagine. But you still got this. Yeah, love it. So, love it. Thank you. How would people find you? You know, I know where to find you because I talk to you every Monday. So, <laughs> where, where, how would people find you? Uh, so, come in, book, please book a chat with me um, via my website. It's very easy to book a, a free coffee and chat yeah. with me. Uh, my website is www.liftcopywriting.co.uk. That's by far the easiest way to come along and book a chat. We can talk about anything cake, the weather, gardening anything um yeah. just come along book a chat for half an hour and we'll see where we go yeah wonderful. Good. so lift uk go book a chat have a conversation and uh and see where it might go because you never know why this uh, attraction might go but either, either way you'll have a conversation will leave you with a practical tip and an emotional feeling at the end of it which is all you need yes absolutely yeah. absolutely Amanda, thank you it's been a pleasure talking to you and uh i look forward to having our conversations on monday mornings even more in that case about we will. Morning, this morning, <laughs> so, uh, yeah thank you amanda Fern, thank you very much thank you I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I've enjoyed recording it. This is just one of the great conversations I've had the privilege of being part of since I started recording the Sparks Baconian podcast. So please go back and listen to some of the others. There's some great content in there for some great contributors. And also, while you're at it, please leave a review of this show with your comments because that helps other people like you find this content. And we want to bring about the change that we really know matters to people. It helps us grow. And also, think about what actions you want to take, because there's no point just listening passively. We want you to pick it up and do something with it. So what are the three key things you want to do? I can't hold you accountable, but if you want to, drop me a note, phil at igniumconsult.com. We're always keen to listen to what you have to say, and actually introduce guests to us that you think will bring relevance to other people. We wish you well. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Give us a review. Thank you.